Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another episode of the Say Kid Acid Motherfucking Podcast. Bitch, I said what I said, how? <laughs> like, I think I know the quickest way to lose people within like the first 10 seconds. And I think that's the way. Anywho. Today, I have some exciting news. I will be starting therapy or starting the process to get into therapy i guess today would be my quote-unquote intake it's where i take a mental health assessment and i tell them what i've been dealing with and what i've been facing in my past history with my mental illness and my past psychiatric hospital visits and all that jazz i just really want them to drug me at this point like just just drug me until i'm drooling that's all i want i just want to sit on the couch and stare into nothingness and just slobber because I'm tired. So many thoughts, so much energy, so many emotions taking over, you know, caught up in the song, whatever, how would the song go? So many of that. So I'm so ready. I'm excited. At first I was nervous because I've been talking about this for about, I guess since this started going on since like March, so about two months. And now it's finally happening, which yeah, I don't feel good about like feel like I had such a bad time <clears throat> when I first started dealing with my illnesses or whatever or just making sure or trying to get better I had such a hard time in the beginning because it was like I started out as a teen and it was just basically if you didn't go to a detention center or um what that name is <laughs> I can't think it's too early in the morning and he called me <laughs> but if like you didn't start out in a detention center or a juvenile center then it's like oh you're not that kind of bad you're just crazy so then you get put in a psychiatric center and it was just it wasn't the kindest you had to take the medicine or they weren't gonna let you out kind of that but you didn't know what you were taking or why you were taking things weren't fully explained it was just told to you at 17 that you had to do this or whatever age you were and you're in a psychiatric hospital. You have to do this if you want to get out or else you're not going to get out. But they weren't giving you the tools to help you get out. And it just seemed like the employees, they found off Indeed.com. Like they probably got a certificate at some online non-accredited school and then they placed them there. And then, yeah, that's kind of been my journey. Early 20s, late teens. It's just been haphazardly, like, here, take this, or here, do this. It's been, like, me briefly. The only time I felt like I was fully heard was my third visit. And the doctor, I felt really comfortable with her. She just let me go. She just let me say everything. And she came back the next day, handed me packets on what she thought I had. And it was literally, like, the things I said the day before were literally in the text, like, verbatim. And I never looked that up before, so I was like, wow. So, yeah, I'm hoping for another experience like that. Been four times, only had one good experience that I felt, like, helped me. So, if that's the ratio. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> but, yeah, I recently deleted all my social media because I just felt like I was sharing too much, but, like, in a detrimental way like it wasn't feeling good because I usually normally like to share how I am or just show my authentic self on these things because I feel like a lot of people don't like it's a lot of like you're not smiling every day you're not happy every day sometimes you're mad sometimes you're upset and that's okay and I feel like people need to understand and see that and then you know I like to go on rants but it's like 
the more I'm feeling bad, the more I rant, you know, those type of things, or like you're feeling some type of way, so that's why you're going so hard on this. So it was just like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good look for me, per se, not towards anyone else, not like on the outside looking in, it's not a good look, because I really don't give a fuck what people think. Like, if I had to operate based on that, on top of how I already feel, I would've been killed myself. So I really don't give a fuck how people think. It's just, um, it was a bad look for me. I felt bad doing it. It didn't feel good at all. And then it's like people that I have access to, I'm sure I'm feeling, but they're still not checking up on me. And it's like, but then nobody's gonna save me. It was just a whole thing. And I instantly felt like, I know it wasn't 50% better, but I felt about 35% better as soon as I deleted everything. Uh, I still have my Twitter, but I only use Twitter for porn, so. <laughs> have any friends on Twitter. So really good. Um in terms of communicating with people, I talked to my brother like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I talked to some friends here and there. Like yeah, it has to be somebody who knows exactly what I'm going through, who's been through it themselves, who can identify and tell me you're not stupid, you're not crazy, it's okay. So I have one friend that I've really been talking to and then everybody else has just been like eh, eh. Mind you that it's like three people on hand four four people on hand that I speak to here and there right now but right now it's just like one <laughs> and I'm good with that one of the things that people kept telling me is like oh you're just lonely you're just in the house you need to get out and it's like no I enjoy being alone I really do enjoy time by myself I don't enjoy time by myself when I'm going through like when I'm really stressed really going through a depression where it's really irritable it's not the by myself factor that's that's the bad thing it's the fact that I'm feeling these things you know so yeah getting out the house yeah it might help going for a walk might help but like these feelings feel so strong in the moment it feels like nothing is gonna help you know nothing's gonna help unless somebody tells me I love you I care about you you're gonna be okay and I'm like oh yeah you're right you're right I mean I'm feeling this shitty still but you know so I really like to get over that like this last little tinge of codependency that I have I really want to let that go to be fully self-sufficient actualized and I feel like I am because even in those times where it's like the hardest and I reach out and call somebody nobody picks up so it's like I have to <laughs> I have to do it myself and it's been that way for years and that's okay that's like that's how it should be for it. I don't know if that's how it should be, but that's how it's been for me. So it's like, why is that still so hard to accept? Like, I was just as mad as my family this time as I was two and a half years ago because I feel like I'm going through it again and still, still, you're not here. But it's been two and a half years. Only two of them talked to me. Like, of course they're not going to be here, but I was still just as mad because it's like, it's the same shit, but it's like, it's been two and a half years. Like, it should have been, like, you should have known by now. You should have known by now. You were homeless, and they did nothing. So why now? Why now? You know? I like to get over that. It's just so much that I like to get over so I can move forward. That's my goal. I just want to learn how to deal with it better, learn techniques, get on medicine so I can actually focus and do the techniques to get better. You know, that's all I'm trying to do. Just get better so I can do, do the things in life that I want to do. And so I can help other people what I really want to do in life too while also doing what I want to do you know you know what I'm saying so yeah but yeah that really annoyed me like what else like you just need to get out you just need to be around people it's like no I don't want to be around people especially 
when your depression turns to the irritable side because then you treat people who you genuinely care about and you genuinely love like shit you don't mean to it's just like can't you don't have patience you can't focus it's just like no you come off as rude you come off as distant well i at least that's how i come off and i know how i come off so i just no i don't want to be around people being around people is not going to be helpful it's going to be more stressful try to do anything right now in this moment like it slipped away from me and like trying to force anything is just going to make it worse it's not going to make it better another thing one friend's like oh you just need a job you just need to work you just need to work and i was like yeah being a slave for a few measly dollars an hour is not gonna make me happy working for somebody else and being a slave for a few measly measly dollars an hour and then you don't know how the managers are until you actually start working and then what if i had a shitty manager and then i felt obligated to go to work because you know i you know i left unemployment to enter the workforce again workforce again even though i'm feeling this way now i'm dealing with the shitty manager and now i have to keep coming back because i have nothing to fall back on while i'm feeling this way and it just it just snows balls into something worse so yeah that's not a good i don't know what people's mindsets are like i know i don't have the best mindset at all times but like no going to work is not oh i'm not depressed because i'm working no no that's not how that works no being a slave will not excite me will not brighten my mood so no dummy no so yeah i've just been like one thing I like, I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts. When I first started listening to podcasts last year, it was just like one specific type. But then they're like, one thing that really, I really enjoyed watching uh, last week was these two comedians, these two famous, well-established people, before they started the podcast, they just took out their meds and they were like, oh, what are you on? And what are you on? And you know, they took them and they, it was very casual. It was very carefree it's very lighthearted, and it was it was it was something i enjoyed looking at because in my experience like i said before it's like you either take these or you're not getting out or you either do this or you're not it was like an ultimatum or it was forcing it wasn't normalized it wasn't it's okay and this is gonna be this and this is gonna be that they do tell you but it's like very brief this is gonna help you sleep this is gonna you know what i mean it's not like a full thought out this is what you need to take and this is why and this is why it's going to help you and this is why it benefits you and then there are people whose lives are changed because they finally found the right medication and they don't have to deal with this you know you might not have to come back here again you know if you just you know take this regiment trust it you know do the work it may not work out at the first time but you know we're going to figure it out we're going to it wasn't like they were working with you it was like they were throwing things at you and that's how I felt about the medication ever since. It's like, I don't like it. It makes me feel like a zombie. Like, it's supposed to calm you down. The way I look at it, after taking my last pill, even though I stopped taking it after a month, it's supposed to calm you down enough to work through those issues because you can't do it when you're, like, at such a high level of stress or anxiety because your mind is just running ragged, thinking about things that aren't helpful. They're very detrimental to you, but so you can't get to the root of the issue. So yeah, that's how I felt the last time. But nobody told me that. That's just what I, that's just what I felt. But I don't know. I was like, nah, I'm not doing this because it just puts me at one level. I'm not happy. I'm not anything. I'm just at one level. So yeah, I just started smoking weed around 24. And that's when I really picked up my weed habit. But now it just feels like, 
that's not even helping. It feels like my whole nervous system is out of whack. That's honestly what it is. My whole nervous system, my serotonin and dopamine levels are out of whack. That's how I genuinely, truly feel. And it's like, I can tell. It's like, it's weird when you say this, but I can feel it happening in my head. Or like, when I feel like, when I realized or when I read up on serotonin and that it's in your gut and that it changes so many things, I was like, oh my God, whenever I felt like, extreme pain or sadness even as a kid I remember one time like the first time I was really feeling it I was just sitting on the bed and I had this like this like butterfly feeling in my stomach but it was very somber and sad it wasn't like a good butterfly feeling and then it just lasted for a long time I was young like my brother and sister I was nine years older than them and they were like still babies and I was just laying there just feeling it and I was like this is different this is strange and I was like what is this so like years later to find out, 20 years later to find out like it's in your gut anyway, like some part of your nervous system. And I always used to, when I was at the psych hospitals, they'd be like, what's wrong with your stomach? What's wrong? Are you something wrong? Cause I always used to, at my lows or when I was feeling bad, like putting my hand on top of my stomach, like I guess right in the middle of the diaphragm, above the diaphragm, somewhere in that area. It always made me feel better. I don't know why. Maybe it's like a comfort thing. I'm doing it right now and I instantly feel like <laughs> a warm hug. So it's like, it's weird, it's like things that you kind of know, like off the rip, but you don't really know, and then you read up on it, and you're like, oh, okay. But I really enjoyed watching them just normalize taking medicine, because that is such a hard thing, because it's just, the whole process to getting better is not easy, it's not easy if you have, if you don't have insurance, because then you have to depend on the state depend on your government and then you know those workers are probably burnt out or they just write you off so it's and then if you do have insurance or the money you still have to fight find the right one you have to find somebody who's going to hear you somebody who's going to see you and listen to you and understand and try to help you with the purposes of making you better so you can go into the world and be better not just for a check you know and that's what i felt like a lot dealing with People who get funding from the state and they're just doing this because you know it's like all state mandated and they're just like in out another one in another one out another one in another one out another like I really hope this experience is different this time and I I believe it will be because I'm more open like I'm actually more open to taking medicine when five years ago I was like fuck that shit no never that I can do bad all by myself and oh little did I know how true that shit was. <sighs> um, I need to give up my rabbit. I've had this rabbit since March. Not been the nicest to this rabbit. I've not beat him, but I've like I've, I've hit his cage a few times. I've definitely yelled at him. Definitely put him in a corner. Like I've definitely like covered his cage and put him in darkness. Still fed him, but put him in darkness for a few days. It's like he. Like, I'm Joe Jackson, he's Michael Jackson, and I just killed his rat. That's what it's like, the psychology of it all, the mental illness of it all. Last night, I was like, oh my God. And it's a black rabbit. I was like, I'm like mentally fucking with this rabbit the same way my grandfather used to mentally fuck with me. And this is just a whole mental fuck up. Like, it, it, it was like, wow. Wow, so, so much like him in so many ways, even though I tried so hard not to be like him, even though I like... When I was in the most obvious or blunt or bashful or violent ways, 
that showed that I was just like him. Even I grew up around him. I experienced this from him. I saw him do it to my grandmother. And now it comes up in little inklings. And once I was like, how long ago? It was probably 2015. I had to come to terms. I had to come to grips with the fact that I'm just like him. Like I'm exactly like him. I had to face that ugly truth. And so I've worked hard worked a lot to get away from that but it still shows up in little instances especially when I'm going through it which makes sense but then it doesn't feel great you feel like a shitty person afterwards because it's like that's not what I meant to do that's not what I want to do but then it's like you just you just sound like I just sound like a abuser <laughs> like I'm sorry rabbit I didn't mean to yell at you and then I yell at him again I'm sorry rabbit I didn't mean to bang your cage and then I bang the cage again like it's like I don't know how to stop but then yet again, I do, and I've come, like, I don't, I was telling a friend a couple of months ago how, like, I used to, I used to bang on things when I was upset, like, or, like, punch something really hard, or, like, bang on the table really hard, or just, like, Aah! but now I don't even do that, like, I won't give myself permission to do those things, because I know once I let it go, I let it go, but at the same time, if I'm really stressed, then I'll end up doing something but it's very rare, but it's not in the, it's like, it's not in the same way, but I guess if you've gone so hard in the paint before, like if you used to just destroy everything before when you're feeling upset, and now you just like bang on a cage once or twice, you're like, well, it's not that bad, it's progress, I'm getting some, I'm getting somewhere, but it's still pretty bad. Oh, another thing that I refuse to do, that I refuse to give myself permission for, even if I'm thinking it, I cannot self-harm, I cannot self-harm, I cannot down a bunch of pills I cannot cut myself I cannot I cannot self-harm like it's just something that I refuse to do so yeah there there's some progression there's some progression that I feel good about but at the same time it's like that little inkling that little like I can go off and just punch somebody in the face for no reason just because I'm feeling that irritable that scares me (laughs) It makes me realize that I really have to get it under control because the things I want to do in life, they're not going to be non-stressful. Well, I do believe there's a good stress and a bad stress. It's going to be a good stressful, but I still need to know how to handle that. I still need to know how to handle my anxiety. I still need to know, or I still need to feel safe and secure around people because that's what it is. It's like, once somebody who's your, your parental figure is abusive towards you. You're going to feel like everybody else can be potentially at some point. So it's like, I have to get you before you get me. Even though they're complete strangers, I just want to get out that PTSD mindset. I just want to be okay. I want to be safe. I want to be sane. I want to be at rest. I want to be peace. I don't want to walk out the door and have to clench my fist or think something's going to come at me because I have to come at something. And this is probably things that just black people have to deal with in general just based on the images we've seen recently but like i've actually been through the abuse and shit like that so it's like 10 times like this is not a competition but yeah so it's just it's just a lot it's just a lot it's just a lot and i'm excited i just want to get so what do i want happen i want to get over my family not being here i want to get the aggression out i want to learn how to deal with my issues when I'm going through situations or moods like this because when I'm not feeling this way I feel like I can handle things like if something's bothering me I can work through it and go on but this has been plaguing me for the last two and a half months and it's been so exhausting and I can't I can't get past it 
I've tried. There are days when I feel like I am past it and then it creeps back up. And it's just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm ready to live my life fully, freely, and yeah.